Hey guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 221 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about being respected versus being relatable. And we're picking, I say we like this a bunch of people, and I'm picking just one of them. Which one? You're gonna have to tune in to find out. But first, DJ, gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro Five. Three, two. Hey you guys, Maestro here, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Maestro on the Mic. So, let's jump on in. We're talking about being respected versus being relatable. And I first spoke about this uh, in, what episode was it? I'm not really sure. Maybe episode 217 uh, or 219? This is terrible. I don't even know the number. Um, but either way, the episode that I did uh, that change starts with me. I'll I'll link that in the show notes. Um, but I spoke about that and how my concern was always, you know, being respected. And that, that drove a lot of my behaviors. And it still does. Right? That is my number one thing. I'm always seeking to be respected. Um, and I had two people reach out, actually. Um, I'm not going to pull the uh, the influencer. A lot of you asked me, because that would be a lie. Uh, two people reached out and both brought it up. And one person said, you could be both. And I was like, yes, but if I had to choose one, I'm going to go with respected. And then someone else reached out and was just like, hey, I just would love to hear more. Because, you know, if I had to choose, I would choose the same thing. I, I would choose respected. But I'd love to hear more. And I was like, you know what? Thank you for giving me next week's. Thursday shorty topic. So here we are speaking about that. Now, I understand that, you know, I, I typically say with things, the answer is both. But in this case, I'm just picking one. And if I have to have one that really governs my behavior, it will always be being respected. Now, I had, you know, I actually outlined this episode because uh, I was just like, I don't want to be rambling the whole time because I've been dropping some long episodes what you guys? Um, so with this, well, what I, what I actually ended up doing was just looking at the definitions. And that pretty much summed it up for me. But what was interesting, and you'll see as I read them, is that respected, it's a, it's a fine line. So I, I've been doing a lot of research with, you know, anti-racism stuff, um, patriarchal stuff, um, just oppression, everything. And it keeps coming back to power. Right. I truly believe that at the heart of all the shit that we deal with and is going on and is bad is is power. And so in looking at the definition and, and saying I want to be respected, it's, it is a bit of a fine line of like, is it a power play? Is it, you know, seeking power? And so when I was reading the definitions, I was like, this doesn't sit quite well with me. It's not what I mean. Uh, so what I what the when I Put it in the computer, right? Because I did not go to, I don't have a dictionary. But when I put it, uh, you know, and searched it, 
the first definition that came up was admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. And I like that, but that word admire also, it can leave you feeling a certain kind of way. And you're just like, oh, you're just seeking admiration. So I was like, all right, let's you know, look for some more. Uh, so I looked it up again and respect. Another definition was respect, also called esteem, is a positive feeling or action shown towards someone or something considered important or held in high esteem or regard. It conveys a sense of admiration for good or valuable qualities. And again, there I found that to be teetering on like a power play. And I was like, this is not what, why I want to be respected. This is not the feeling that I'm like searching for. Then I looked up admiration because every definition of respect seems to throw in admire or, or admiration. So I looked up admiration and admiration, the definition that I found was a social emotion felt by observing people of competence, talent, or skill exceeding standards. Admiration facilitates social learning in groups. Admiration motivates self-improvement through learning from role models. And I was like, that's it. That is what I'm seeking. That is why I seek to be respected because I want people to have this social emotion felt by observing people of competence, talent, or skill exceeding standards. Admiration facilitates social learning in groups. Admiration motivates self-improvement through learning from role models. So I still don't feel comfortable saying like, oh, I want to be admired. Because again, when you say that, it's like you get that feeling of like, ugh. Um, but if I could have this as the definition for being respected, that is why I always choose respected over relatable. Now, if we go with the definition of relatable, it is able to be shown or established to have a causal or logical connection to something. Able to be related to. Possible to understand, like, or have sympathy for because of similarities to oneself or one's own experiences. And that's not what I want. I don't really care about that, to be completely honest. Um, I don't really care about being relatable. And I say this, and this, you know, this is largely why I never really go into sharing my story. Um, you know, especially on social media, you'll see a lot of people do that. They'll share their story. And sometimes because they've undergone a significant transition in things, their story becomes central to their business model because they're looking to attract a former version of themselves, right? They, they lost a lot of weight. They have uh, dealt with, you know, eating disorders. They, um, you know, quit their job, whatever. And their story becomes central to their their marketing and their business because they're looking to attract, like, once again, a former version of themselves, which is fine. I, I'm not, you know, saying anything bad about that, but that's not what I care about. Uh, and, you know, I kind of, I don't know if the word, right word is, you know, being meta about it, but I always look to lead by action as opposed to oration. Storytelling is hugely important for sure, but I found that people are more likely to do stuff that you're doing, not stuff that you're saying. Like, yeah, you could talk about it, but when you walk the walk, suddenly people start doing push-ups with you every morning and butt scratchers, and you're like, okay, cool, here we are. So in thinking that, in feeling that way, and liking to lead that way, right, leading by action, not oration, uh, it was imp it's important to me that others simply 
look to do what I'm doing as opposed to me telling them stories and then being like, yeah, you should do this too because I'm like you. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not shitting on people who, who do that. Uh, but for me, I think there is so much value. And again, I'm stealing this from Sandy York, who's coming on the podcast next week, actually. She's Monday's episode. This, I'm, I, I look to have people, or I encourage people to listen around the edges. I think you learn the most when you're good at connecting dots and seeing how this thing is like that thing and that thing is like that thing. And you listen around the edges and you're like, oh, I can, I can learn from that thing, even though it's not necessarily directly made for me, right? It's, it's people that, that go to conferences that aren't designed for their, uh, their, their profession, Right? You guys know I get so frustrated when people are like, I'm not a PT, is this for me? And I'm like, yes, everything is for everyone. Just listen around the edges. Right? And so that is part of the reason that I don't lead with my story because I want you guys to listen around the edges and, and learn and critically think. I, I also believe that so much of all the stuff that's going on right now, whether it's Rona, racism, all of this, a I don't want to say a cure because that's not the right word, but things would be much better if everyone did some critical thinking. And I get it, it's hard to critically think, but things would be so much better. And as such, I feel that when I, if I was to lead with this being relatable and like, look at me, I look like you or I had the same story as you, it kind of strips people of the need to critically think. And I, I mean, they still will, but... You're, don't be surprised if suddenly you got a lot of people that either look like you or are exactly the same as you because you just told them, like, I am like you. Come over here and hang out. As opposed to being like, hey, here's what I stand for. And if that's what you're like, cool. Here's what I do. And if you like it, cool. I'm going to lead by action, not oration. So in general, I, I feel that those who go the farthest, uh, those who are setting themselves up for the most success are the ones that are able to listen around the edges and they're able to connect the dots between things. They're able to learn from everyone, not just those who look like them, not just those who have the same story, the exact same story as them. And I get it. There's so much value in that. I'm not, I'm not saying that there isn't. But for me, what is most important is, again, being respectable, or excuse me, respected, AKA, if we tie it into admiration, once again, back to that definition, a social emotion felt by observing people of competence, talents, and skill exceeding standards, right? It is important to me to have competence, to have talent, use that talent, and skill that exceeds the standard. Because that, to me, is the best way to facilitate action and motivate, if you will, or inspire action by others. So I really encourage uh, you guys listening to listen around the edges. I think once again, those that go the farthest, those that are really setting themselves up for the most success are the ones that are drawing from everywhere. Uh, they're able to listen around the edges. They're able to connect the dots and say, hey, this is like that. That's kind of like that. That's kind of like that. And they're able to see the common threads that run through everything. Right? We see people arguing about dumb shit, like, you know, what kind of treatment approach. Like, they're all the fucking same. They all have the same threads running through, but people get so caught up and they're just like, I only see it if it exactly relates to me. And I only see it if it's exactly in this, this lens, in this light. And it's like, it's all the same. Look for those commonalities. Look for those underlying, you know, themes, that common thread that goes through everything. So 
There it is. That is why I prefer, if I, if I had to choose one, uh, I would rather be respected as opposed to relatable. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm doing more to share my story because like, again, like I don't really, I don't really care. That, that's, that's really not how I market things. Um, and I don't want people to follow me or join me, walk beside me simply because we have the same story. Like, that's cool, but I want more than that. And I want shared values. I want shared goals. And I feel that, yes, that can, just stating, stating your goals can then make you relatable for sure. But I think that when people say relatable, they often default to like similar life experiences or the way you look and things like that. And that's fine. It's totally fine. But again, I've always felt you get, you know, you're setting yourself up for success. And that's a success in anything. Like, think about with movement, right? We talk about, or I talk about, just do more of what you're not doing a lot of. Right? Just get out of the norm. Like, stop doing the same thing over and over again. Do stuff that maybe you can't relate to because it's not, like, so familiar. Uh, and we typically see, you know, that, that quote-unquote bullet, bulletproofing yourself. So that is my, my reasoning, my rationale for wanting to be respected versus relatable. Again, nothing in life really needs to be either or, but if I had to pick, I'm going with respected. All right, that's all that I got for you. Not going to ask you for any subscriptions. I haven't done that in a while, so I, I, I still, I'm still not going to. I'm not going to ask for any subscriptions. Eh, wow, that was terrible. I'm not going to ask you for any subscriptions or, uh, you know, anything like that. The call to action that I'm going to drop today is, if you like this episode, if you loved this episode, go and learn from someone who doesn't look like you. Simple as that. Go and learn from someone who perhaps you outwardly or immediately don't know if you can relate to. Give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. My typical sign-off for Instagram. Give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. All right, officially going to wrap it up, guys. Until next time, friends. Maestro. Maestro.